Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. That's from Dr. Seuss, the children's books author, with whom I spent many hours when my children were young. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This week, I'm going to talk especially to those of you who do care a whole awful lot, as Dr. Seuss said. And as a result, you end up maybe with difficulties in prioritising, because this is a series on prioritisation. And I was working recently over Zoom, of course, these days, with a business whose services are a crucial part of the fight against COVID. Their customers are fighting to overcome it, and they are helping in every way they can. And they were all pretty exhausted when I spoke to them because they've been working unbelievably hard. And I can't imagine finding a more dedicated group of people than the group I was with. They'd asked me to talk about prioritization. And the woman who was briefing me said this to me that really impacted me. She said, we're not dealing with choices between good and bad options. We stopped the bad ones ages ago. Everything we do is good and important and saves lives. So how can we prioritise under these circumstances? And my heart really went out to her and to all of her colleagues. Now they're at the extreme end of a phenomena that I want to talk about today, which is the second of the four that I'm going to share with you related to why almost everyone, almost every one of us, finds prioritization difficult. In the last episode, you'll remember, I covered being a hero and jumping in and trying to fix everything as being a problem for prioritization. This week, I want to cover wanting to serve and to give and to help and to please everyone through your efforts to do good, not to let anyone down. Wonder if you can relate to any of that. Now, I found when I work with people who have that drive really strongly, they usually sacrifice their own well being for that of others. And many of them, though, also do carry quite a lot of guilt because despite their efforts, they still seem to end up feeling like they've let people down. And that then makes it very difficult for them to say no directly to requests when they come in, or even indirectly, you know, by not initiating projects which would benefit other people, for example. And I'm wondering if you can relate to any of that. Is there something in that, some of you in that description? Because when I'm coaching or working with teams of people, especially people whose offering they do believe is meaningful, is purposeful, seems to come up even stronger. And sometimes what I sense is that 
Many people's sense of identity or even their sense of self-esteem is caught up in that being the role of the server. And when I look at myself, I mean, I get lots of requests from clients and potential clients to do work with them, you know, either to give advice on leading culture or work with their teams on trust or work individually with people coaching. And I have to admit, I kind of like to be wanted. It's nice to have people want me. So my ego does get a bit stroked by that. I mean, the work links to my purpose and it links to my own sense of ego. And then what happens, you know, is I end up working really long hours and then I kind of let other people down, family and so on. Now, we've got an awesome team in Walking the Talk, our organization. And each one of them does fine work. And I have to remind myself to involve others in many of the requests that I get because they'll deliver a great result. And in the long run, that actually enables us to serve more and more people. Because when I become a bottleneck, that doesn't actually ultimately serve anyone. So I can get kind of entangled a little bit in my desire to serve and be purposeful, my enjoyment of having my ego stroked a bit, and then my guilt at saying no. So it's a complex thing, I find. And I imagine you've got your own story, which will be some mixture for you of wanting to serve and getting that nice feeling inside when people want you. So it is a difficult one to untangle. But let's see what we can do. I've got three areas that I want you to consider as exercises out of this episode that might help you to move yourself forward a little bit if there's some of you in what I've been describing so far. So here's the first one. Think about the impact that you're not saying no is having on others. Because there are many different others. There's the client or the person who is directly asking you the question, but there are other others, different others, who are perhaps not being as demanding, but who are equally important to you. So often, whilst you might be prepared to make a sacrifice of your own time and your own well-being, but are you aware of what you're doing to others? Family in particular comes to mind because very often, if you have this very strong drive that I've been describing, you do end up working really long hours and often your family get to see less of you. So you're already prioritized, actually. You're prioritizing between your family and these demands that are linked to your purpose and your desire to serve. So you are prioritizing. So just to pause for a moment, is that the prioritization that you want? And then the second one I think it's worth thinking about are your team members. I told you my little story there, but if you're prioritizing, what is that doing to the others who work with you and for you? Because you may be working crazy, but you're probably also throwing a whole lot of extra demand on others to support you working crazy and working so hard. So you're probably even building a culture, a norm around you where other people feel like they have to work as hard as you are in order to fit in. I think I've got a little bit of that myself. So that's the first dimension. Think about the others who are not demanding, who are not got as big a voice as the voice that is pulling you in many different directions. So the second thing that I'd like you to think about is within the work context now, 
you're probably getting demands from several different sources. Your boss, your colleagues, your team members who report into you, your direct reports maybe. So this is a moment to consider your own values hierarchy. Now, I dedicated a whole episode to this, uh, 117, way back in August 2019. So if you want to hear more, go there. But just in summary, what I mean by a values hierarchy is that there are many things that we value that we think are important. And that somewhere there are moments where we have to choose one over another, where we actually can't do everything. So for example, your demands from your team are probably related to your desire to mentor or develop them. So that would be one of your values. You know, I want to be mentoring. I want to be empowering and developing my team and they need a bit of a hand from me from time to time. Your demands that are coming from your peers might tap into the value you have about wanting to be a good team player, wanting to look for the good of the whole, for the good of the enterprise, and in particular for the team of which you're a member. And then your demands perhaps that are coming from your boss You may feel you need to fulfill those because you want to please the boss and develop your own career, which is also an important value. So sometimes just even within the work uh, context, if you just pause for a moment and go, what are the values that are being played out here in the way in which I'm being pulled and I'm struggling to prioritize? And maybe at that level, it becomes easier to go, okay, This is the time I want to dedicate to this value, to this one, and to that one. So that's the second area of reflection. The first one is between the people who don't have the loud voice and those who do. The second being about the different hierarchy of your values. And the third one then is more the strategic choices that you make. As you know, or you probably have heard, the Michael Porter classic statement, which is that strategy is what you choose not to do. So strategy is quite strongly linked actually at that higher level to prioritization. And we're talking here about anything from the markets that you choose to be in or the clients that you choose to serve and those that you don't. Um, you know, so, so not just looking at yourself now, but looking for your team or maybe even for your organization, where of course, if you do make choices at that level, Although the the instinct is you want to serve everyone in the same way as that story I told at the beginning of this podcast, but everything they did was going to do good, then you go, okay, yes, but where are we going to be able to add the most value? Where are we going to really be able to make the biggest difference? Because if we prioritize that, then we can go deeper and deeper and better for those people. And we can probably then add even more value and extend it to other places where those same kind of markets exist and therefore actually in the end service more people. Although at the beginning it feels like not. Because in the end, if you say yes to everything, what happens, of course, is that you do perhaps not quite such a good service for everybody, never mind whether or not you're making money by doing that. That's I'm not even going there, but of course, that's another key part of the prioritization of your strategy is where can we add most value and create the biggest return for us as well. So that in the end does require making those choices. And still I've found is that you can still fulfill that need to serve and make a difference, but at the same time, make choices. So 
three areas which you can explore. The impact of those with less bigger voice, the concept of your values hierarchy, and the strategic choices that you make as a team or as an organization. And the exercise for this week really is to stop and reflect. Not while demands are pouring in and your email is absolutely full, but actually taking some time alone or away with your team to really go, okay, how do these things apply to us? Just even to have this conversation, maybe to share this podcast and say, what are we feeling about these three areas and how can we make a difference as a team or how can I make a difference personally by reflecting and then making a choice and making a choice because in the end, you're able to serve more and make an awful lot of difference, as Dr. Seuss said. So thank you. Next week, I will explore another dimension, another trait that makes it difficult for people to prioritize. And I look forward to you joining me then. Bye.